What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and most of all, Happy Podcast. I am your coach and host, Josh, here with the one and only co-host and co-coach, the pro body recompositioner, KG, and I'm in the house. And we have an absolute fire episode for you today. Make sure you are listening up because we're going to give you some huge, huge secrets that we do for our coaching clients to really maximize gaining muscle and losing fat at the same time. But before we get into that, Kyle's got a special opportunity for you. So we both put our heads together and we figured, what do most people want? And it seems like every message we get on Instagram is, I want to lose fat and gain muscle. I want to lose fat and gain muscle. I want to improve my body composition, do a body recomposition, all that good stuff. So right now we are looking for four people who are looking to not only gain muscle, gain quality muscle, but also lose fat at the exact same time. You're going to go through our coaching program at a heavily discounted rate for the new years. Of course, there is a significant charge uh, attached to it because we offer a state-of-the-art coaching program that involves weekly check-ins, uh, you know, midweek check-ins, custom programming, as well as uh, nutrition uh, and macros and everything. Literally, you don't have to worry about anything. We'll take care of you. But f- the first four people that inquire that send us uh, skinny fat on Instagram at ColossusFit you will get uh, you know, a response from us, whether you're the right fit for our program. Some people are, some people aren't. We'll have a conversation back and we will uh, help you out this year and help you go from you know good to great and help you build muscle and lose fat at the same time. So once again, Instagram at Colossus Fit, send us a message with the word skinny fat and we'll take care of you and we'll make sure that you're the right fit and give you discounted coaching and help you out. Absolutely. All right, let's jump right in today's episode. So, I mean, here's the big thing. A lot of people want to do this, but I find a lot of, uh, most people don't really know how to do it, what the right approach is, you know, where to start. Do you do too much? How much cardio do you do? What's your protein like? So we're going to make it simple. We're going to give you a bunch of different tips, a bunch of steps. And first we just want to talk about who can actually do a body recomposition because there's some people who just, it might not be for them based off of their experience. They just might be too advanced. And those people are the ones who have been doing everything absolutely perfectly. If you look back for the last eight years, you've been doing everything perfectly, your stress management, your workout routines, your nutrition, everything's been on point. This probably isn't for you. You should probably do some sort of dedicated bulk, some sort of dedicated, um, you know, shred, uh, for the most part to help you achieve your goals. But those that can do it are, are the people who are beginners. I find a lot of people are beginners out here, especially listening to this podcast, which is awesome. You can definitely gain muscle and lose fat at the same time. Overweight people, those that are overweight, you know, whether it's 10 pounds, 15, 50 pounds, you know, you're going to be able to do a body recomposition. If you're untrained and uh, if you're someone who also, you know, even with COVID and you're going back into the gyms, you could be untrained. You could be someone who used to crush it, who used to day in and day out, do amazing things. And and now you're just untrained. You can definitely do a body recomposition if you haven't been doing stuff properly i know so many people who just you know have been a cut one week bulk one week and just have been inconsistent and kind of been doing stuff you definitely fit and then also if you start taking steroids you can absolutely gain lots of muscle and lose fat at the same time so i mean the question is like why do people want to do a body recomposition it's it's you know it sounds like interesting but it's like what's the reason like would you say yeah, so first and foremost, I love that the rhetoric around this change, you know, for a long time, it was kind of like the mystical unicorn that everyone wanted, but people saw as impossible. Um, like if you look back to 10 years ago, it was very regimented with you need to do a huge bulk, you need to do a big cut, um, you bulk up to gain new lean muscle, you cut off some of that fat. 
um, and then rinse and repeat the process. You know, that was kind of the thinking for a long, long time. Um, You know, and even for me, I kind of went against that because I thought, you know, by increasing volume and at the time too, a lot of people were less pro volume. uh, You know, I lived it. I helped a lot of people do this. I've helped a ton of people do it in my coaching. So first and foremost, I'm happy to see that the whole principle of a recomp or of even actually achieving these two agendas at once is being accepted in science. Um, And it is kind of cool too. That's why you don't want to just say, eh, this, I've read this this way, so it must be true. You know, experiment with things, try things out. Um, you know, feel free to kind of challenge them how you can. But once again, it, it is so possible and it is such an amazing thing to do. And it's probably the most common goal for a reason. And it's definitely worth going about it because if you really do it best, uh, you can get these things going and it can go a long way. Uh, so I guess we're just going to jump into kind of how to do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do All it. right. So once again, if you feel you fit in one of these criteria, and these are just rough criteria, um, there are kind of components where you can see more change. But I love Kyle's point about someone who perhaps hasn't been in the gym because of COVID. And most importantly, those who haven't done stuff properly. You know, I take people on for my coaching who have been training for three to five years. They think they're doing everything right. I challenge a lot of their normal assumptions and habits, and we start doing things optimally. And, you know, they're like, what the heck? I've gotten better results in 30 days than I have in the last two years. And a lot of that comes down to balancing things correctly myself and Kyle love um, you know once again the stool analogy we haven't brought it out for a while so I'm gonna I'm gonna grab that one real quick if you're sitting on a three-legged stool and I came by and I got rid of one or two of those legs you would fall on your butt and fitness is very much that just the same you need to make sure you're focusing on your fitness your nutrition and then most importantly your lifestyle and accountability and without these three you are not going to see perfect results and just the same I could take away one leg and you could kind of balance on that stool and that's exactly the case for people that perhaps have two of these things down but are neglecting one so a common example is people who love the gym you're in there you're crushing it you're doing everything right you know, you're consistent, you're nailing it, but your nutrition is absolute garbage. Yes, you'll see some compositional change, but you're going to you're going to kind of be chubby as well as me, me and Kyle say it. Uh, you know, you need to make sure you have that dialed in, especially when you have an aggressive goal where you do want to do both at the same time. There is less margin for error, so things really need to be accounted for. I say just the same for any of my clients who I am taking through a reverse diet. You know, this is a time where we have to double down and be extra critical and on top of it. So first and foremost, you need to acknowledge that we do need to address all three of these components and I'm going to let Kyle kick it off with training. Yeah. And like, here's the thing, one last, it's, it's definitely way tougher. And that's why I do recommend getting help because when you're on a consistent cut, you're losing body fat, you're not too concerned about anything else. You have a very strict, like, Hey, get in the deficit and, you know, and then that's it, right? When you're on a muscle gain phase and that's, that's your main focus. But when we're trying to do both and which, you know, in the perfect world, we could all do it. It gets tough because there's less, like Josh said, margin for error. You have to be very specific with the numbers and that's where help comes into place. But our goal is to simplify it as much as possible from this episode. So jumping into it, I'm going to start off with training. Uh, I don't believe this is the most important thing, but I do believe it is It is up there, right, on top of the nutrition. But you really have to make sure, and, and this is the one thing I also wanted to talk about, is like, you know, for example, one guy who I've, I've trained in the past, and he said, hey, I used, I, I've been lifting for eight years. Like, I don't think I can do this. And uh, we would talk about it, and he wasn't doing full ranges of motion and even contracting his muscles. He would just lift as much as he could, and that was it. So once we started focusing on the, you know, mind-muscle connection, less weight, um, just more 
control. It, it was simple. He was able to do it like really, really well. So um, pushing volume and focusing on progressive overload and progressive overload, uh, for those of you who don't know, is going to come in so many different forms. If you're at home, it could come from just uh, simply, um, you know, reducing your rest time. If you're in a gym, it could be just increasing the weight, increasing the sets, increasing the volume, all that good stuff. But the issue is a lot of times, you know, when people do it on their own, they'll do it too slow or too fast um, or they just don't do it enough and that's where a coach comes in handy but simply focusing on progressive overload through sets through weight through reps through less rest through better range of motion through any of that stuff is absolutely going to help and then past that you know, just dedicating your workouts to working two times per week for muscle group at the very least. Uh, I'd recommend, you know, a lot of times in the past, people would only focus on one time, like the uh, bodybuilding split of like, you know, legs one day, which is great. I, I still do that, but then they would do chest one day and then shoulders one day. You know, I'd recommend two times per week for maximum gains. And that's the main thing is just make sure you're doing great form, full ranges of motion. You have a dedicated periodized routine. That's what we specialize in, but that's going to be the most important factor, at least to start um, before we jump into the nutrition just to help you do a full body recomposition yeah exactly you know training is actually one of the big factors you often hear you know when you want to lose fat in general it's you know 90 percent nutrition 10 percent gym but uh, with the recomp you got to be very 50 50 you got to be super intentional and you have to think of the gym for what it is the gym is your opportunity to change your composition to add new lean muscle and to really produce change so as you're leaning out if we can improve that volume and that intensity science has showed us that we can add more lean muscle so this is something you want to be extra aware of you also want to make sure you are using the most biomechanically um, beneficial movements you know if we go in there and we're just doing arms or we're just doing very easy light machines you're not going to see as meaningful change as someone who is utilizing you know the variety of compounds cable movements dumbbell movements and in particular things that help them get the best contraction have the most focus and really help them load safely uh, load weight safely and efficiently so that is number one um, definitely make sure you are aware of your training and a big point to be had here especially when you are wanting to do both it is really important to take advantage of the gym i can make an amazing routine for home i can push you but you are going to see significantly improved results if you are in the gym and the reason for that is the increased load which is harder to kind of replicate with those home workouts so next up comes down to dialing down the nutrition and this is a really really big one um, once again nutrition when you're in this phase is tough i really advocate personally doing a slight cut first um, and the reason for this when you're trying to do both at once by having that excessive volume and intensity in the gym you can expect some muscular development and strength, especially if you fit in those five categories, because once again, noob gains are a real thing. They very much so are, especially for people who take time off. Um, you know, your muscles really just get overwhelmed and they have to respond a lot quicker. Whereas someone who's been doing it for longer and doing it intelligently, it's going to be a little tougher. So we can take the advantage there of adding the new lean muscle while being in a very slight deficit. Uh, you don't have to do anything too dramatic. You know, I personally just have people, I really like the half pound measure, especially if you're someone who is kind of in the skinny fat category category or you're not overweight um, doing it a little bit slower does make it a lot easier you can't do it as drastically um, because with fitness usually when you pull one thing down you know there's take from somewhere else so being in a huge deficit is going to take from your intensity in the gym it's going to limit your um, contractions it's going to limit the amount of glycogen your body can use and insulin you have available and you're going to fatigue faster and just the same by doing it overly slow you may see no change at all your body may adapt downwards to that maintenance and it might kind of leave you swimming exactly where you 
you are and not seeing too much of that deficit. So I really recommend personally um, playing with it, seeing where you are, seeing that slight rate of loss without it being too extreme, especially when you are kind of monitoring both these factors. If you're someone who's really, really skinny, um, you know, but you still do feel your little skinny fat, you can enter a slight surplus and you can slowly introduce those calories to kind of find a balanced maintenance to maintain that maintenance while kind of actively pushing yourself in the gym to see that meaningful um, compositional change. And then a big one, my number one factor is protein consumption. Um, protein, it supplies your body with amino acids. It's pivotal for, you know, controlling hunger, um, for, you know, actually adding new lean muscle, um, for having more energy. You know, protein is literally a magical nutrient that has been overlooked for far too long. And by increasing protein consumption, it greatly helps your ability to do both of these at the same time. You know, it's kind of like my secret weapon. And you do want to learn to work that up to an optimal rate. I'm not going to dive too much into it because I don't want to simply overwhelm people. But we do have an incredible episode we will link on how much protein you should be consuming. I definitely recommend you check that out. Um, in terms of fats and carbs, this is where it gets a little tricky um, and a little nuanced. Um, once again, it depends where you respond, where your body works optimally. Um, but don't go demonizing one nutrient. Um, consumption of both is important. All nutrients have their purpose and their place. Um, but I find this one can be a little bit more technical and very case specific. Yeah, honestly, everything Josh said was super, super well said. And this is where it gets tough is like, you know, every person is so different. So if someone signs up for a coaching, they say, you know, these are the things they want to work on. And we notice that, you know, they're holding just a lot more fat. And the, the, the priority is going to be to enter a slight deficit of about zero to 20% um, of the maintenance calories and and just get you in a deficit. And, and it's not going to be a big one. That's the thing where a lot of people go wrong is that they, you know, their maintenance is 1800 calories and then they eat. 1200 and you're just not going to be able to do both things efficiently so it has to be a slighter deficit and that's where it's important and, and and we work through different phases when someone goes through the first phase of the deficit we'll bring them into a maintenance phase and then uh, an optional surplus 10 to 25 percent calories and that's very optional it depends on the person but if someone comes to us and says hey listen you know i want to do both these things and then we see that their body fats you know lower than uh you know uh, lower than than other people and just expected then we might start with a surplus and it's very important important to kind of decide which one once again not a big surplus not a big deficit but just slight like calories should honestly be somewhere around maintenance and um, you know you really want to add in measurements like one thing I want to really focus on is measurements you take it every single uh, month and make sure that you're progressing in different areas and then just to add on one last thing for the nutrition like all we're going to talk about today is the stool the workouts th the nutrition and then the additional factors. These are the three things you can monitor and and adapt and and focus on to get the results you deserve. Um, you know, some studies have showed that having a su sufficient amount of carbs and protein sometime before and after a workout, there's no such thing as an anabolic window, could help you out, right? So try to do that. It, you know, it, it could give you that extra edge. It could be 5%, it could be 10%, it could be 2%. But, you know, some people said that um, just from the studies that I looked at, and just from helping so many different people when I suggest that, you know, you tend to gain less strength and less muscle and fail to lose more fat when you're not focusing on stuff like this. Like Josh has his consistent pre-workout meal at all times. We have a consistent post-workout meal. So focusing on that, even spreading out protein, you know, somewhere between three and five times per day to keep your protein synthesis levels, um, you know, somewhat elevated is important. You don't want to have 100 grams at each meal. You know, there's some studies that have said that it's just better to spread it out to the best of your ability. And then, you know, some people will operate better on 
on higher carb um, just to fuel the muscles and everything a little bit better. So, you know, take things the way you want, but these are the things that I feel like will make the biggest difference. And then, you know, jumping into um, the one uh, sec before you yeah. jump into that, like once again, I know all the numericals get super, super confusing, but, you know, case in point, you know, to kind of break it down a little bit simpler is it's very important you are on that effective routine that is challenging your volume. So when we say progressive overload, that's a fancy way of saying something that's challenging you that is progressively adding more volume. So more exercises, more reps or more load. So that's why it's super important. You are increasing your strength um, that you are making a meaningful choice in your diet to either do that site bulk or that site deficit. And this is a big one where people mess up. Um, you know, obviously we are emotionally invested in ourselves and our physiques and we can see things incorrectly. You know, I've had people that say, oh, I'm so overweight and they're very, very lean. I've had people that are lean that uh, are that are overweight that think they're leaner. Like that's why having a coach is so beneficial because instead of you guessing what's best for you, um, you can hire someone such as myself and Kyle who have done this now for well over a thousand transformations to say what's best for you. We have the experience, the history, and we you know we're not emotionally invested in this. You know, for us, it's more like, okay, this is the plan. This is the what we need to take. These are the additional factors we have. We weigh them together to make sure you see that change. So definitely make sure you take us up on that amazing opportunity for this episode because this is a perfect time to get started with coaching. Awesome. Super well said. And yeah, the last thing is just the additional factors. So Josh had mentioned on the stool, you know, you take away, you know, you focus on your nutrition, you focus on your workouts. That's amazing. But what about the other stuff? And the only things I really want to touch on, because I feel like these are the most important, is just honestly sleep and stress management. You know, numerous studies have said if you're only sleeping a couple hours a night and just you're not you're not having a proper bedtime routine and just a, a proper quality sleep, it's going to be much harder to technically lose fat and also even gain muscle. It's going to be very very hard. And you hear, you know, that sleep is is important, and you've heard it probably for many years. But a lot of times people just overlook the overlook this. You're going to crave unhealthier, crappier foods you know, you're not going to be able to perform as well as you, as you should. It's going to really affect so many different areas. It's a keystone habit, right? So proper sleep and just proper stress management. It could be so many different things we've talked about previously. It could be your meditation. It could be your nighttime reading. It could be your, um, your stretching. It could be sauna, hot tub, like whatever it is for you that helps you with stress management. It could be relaxing music. These are the two big things that I would really focus on. And I also, you know, I think water's huge. Uh, that should be, you know, um, something that we're, we're all doing at least, you know, uh, I'd say a minimum of three liters per day, you know, even for, for most women is definitely uh, recommended. And that's kind of the main thing, you know, it's, it's, it's really optimizing the nutrition, the workouts and the additional factors that'll help you do this. And just don't be impatient. This is going to be a longer process than, you know, a typical cut or, or, um, bulk, you know, obviously for those of you who don't know, cut is just cutting body fat, losing weight. And then a bulk is just putting on muscle and stuff. That's kind of what we've always, you know, used. And I used to do big cuts, big bulks. And I just, I, I don't feel good. I don't think, I don't recommend them as much anymore. It's more so just, you know, hang around maintenance and just focus on the fundamentals. And, and I just think it's always nice to be at the point where you're, um, you know, you're just, you're feeling good, right? And you don't really feel good if you're in a crazy deficit, usually depending on your goals, but everyone wants to gain muscle. Everyone wants to lose fat. So this is a, a full how to, and hopefully, hopefully you got at least one thing out of this episode. I really hope you know you got you got some value from it. Anything else? Oh, no, absolutely. Just give them one more reminder how they can get started. Uh, yeah. You know, once again, we want to help you streamline this, 
get better results faster. Um, you know, it's tough. I'm sure you have a million other things on your plate right now. You know, what to eat for dinner, what to do with life, work, all these things. You know, the last thing you want to do is be like a mad scientist uh, trying to figure this all out. You know, me and Kyle are literally here to help you uh, for a small investment. You know, once again, you consider how much you probably spent on your car, your house, your food, your, you know, going out for dinner, all these different things. You know, like it's about time you invest in yourself. And if you're serious about seeing fitness and health change, um, I'm more than happy to help you through it. Yeah, so follow us on Instagram, Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T, and send us the keyword, skinny fat. Once again, you know, we'll make sure that you're the right fit. We'll ask you a few questions and we'll go from there. But if you're just someone who's wanted better, who feels like you can, you know, just look a bit better and, 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 you know, just overall wants a full body recomposition. And once again, this doesn't have to be a five-year phase. You don't have to be with us doing this for a crazy long time. We want to teach you the in and outs. We want to give you everything you need. We want you to wake up and know exactly what your game plan is for the day. I'm eating this many calories. Here's the workout that Josh or Kyle sent to me. And here's my biggest and small goal that I'm focusing on the for the for the week. And we have so many different accountability mechanisms: the weekly check-in, uh, the midweek check-in, just you know the unlimited uh, message communication. We'll take care of you. You just have to trust us. And you know, once again, you deserve better. If you're unhappy with how you look, how you feel, how you perform in, in anything at all, we will take care of you. You just have to take that leap, even if it's a bit uncomfortable. That's a good sign, right? You know, send us that message. We'll see if you're the right fit, and uh, we really look forward to helping you out.